We're going to go a little further in our messages about faith, and that's why I wanted to pray today. Uh, I believe that God, He wants to help His people, but He wants His people that are helped to witness and testify about what He's done. There's no reason for Him to help somebody if they don't tell somebody about it. So I, I may be caught in a lot of things, but when I stand before Him, I want Him to say, well, son, you did try to tell everybody, didn't you? I want to make sure that I tell. And as I start this message today, I want to thank all those that listen online because I, we do have a podcast that goes out and there's people that are listening in various states and I'd forgotten to mention that, but I want to thank God for all those that are listening today and uh, some even vacationing that are listening to our podcast. Uh, I believe that it's uh, a good thing when you can drive in your car and listen to something that's uplifting. Amen. So today we take another step, and I, I'm going to have to digress to progress. This is the type messages where you have to dovetail everything so you'll remember. So let me say this, just because you believe a thing doesn't mean it's going to come to pass. It's got to go from what you believe deep in your spirit. It has to get into your heart. And the Lord's kind of dro- dropped some thoughts in my mind today. And I'm just going to share with them, them with you as we go forward. Faith, everybody say faith. Faith lets me be who God said that I am, not the portrait man has painted. Let me say it again. Faith lets me be who God said that I am, not the portrait man has painted. Man cannot paint me into a box. Man cannot paint something saying this is who you are and what you are and what you will accomplish. Only God can do that. So I'll ask you this. So whose report will you believe? Are you going to believe the world? Are you going to believe people around you? Are you going to believe what God has said? Because God says you're a champion. God says you will be victorious. God says you will be healed. He says you will be delivered. And that's why I stand today and say to you, lift up your head because God. Wants you to be successful. He wants that from you. So I'm going to take you back to Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance. <clears throat> faith is the substance of things hoped for. So we're talking about hope. We ended last week with this. We talked about hope. So what do we hope for? Yes, we hope for the promises of God. Before that can come to manifestation in your life, that has to get into your spirit. By that I mean if you're wanting healing, financially, prosperity, spiritual gifts, whatever it is, it has to become true to you in your spirit and not just in your hope. Because hope will never accomplish it. Say that back to me. Hope is extremely important. And it is part, Floyd, of the process. Your answer is not in your hope but in your substance. And faith is that substance. But hope, never make a mistake in thinking it's not needful. Hope is needful. For without hope, you have nothing for your faith to give substance to. You have nothing to aim for. So as I said in closing last week, hope is your goal setter. So what do you mean? Well, people will come into a service like this. I said, I I wrote on Facebook today, I'll be praying for people. But people will come into a service like this and say they want healing, hoping to be healed. Hoping to be healed. You know how many people I've prayed for and said, going to be healed? And they say, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Well, let me just tell you this from the beginning. Hope will never get you healed. 
Why, Floyd? Because it has no substance. But it is because of hope. Now watch this. But it is because of hope that they come and present themselves for healing. Now you getting it? Hope causes you to present yourself for healing. But hope is not what heals you. Faith is what heals you. It's the substance. It is hope that brings them. But, it's, but it is faith that's going to bring about the healing. It is the substance of things. Faith is the substance of things. But they have to have hope. They have to have hope because it's where faith becomes directed. So wherever I hope, that's where my faith is directed. So what do you hope for? And where is your faith directed? That was our prayer last week about directed faith. In other words, I come in hope, but I stand in faith. Say that back to me. I come in hope, but I stand in faith. 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 Because people never understand the processes that you have to go through and how the law of faith works. <clears throat> because I don't know anybody in here that, that, that wants to pray and not get an answer to your prayer. I want an answer to my prayer. But they don't understand the process of the law of faith and really how it works. And what part even confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart, heart has to do with the law of faith. Because they give up. They start and they give up way too quick. Now remember I just said that. We're going to, I'm going to clarify that in a moment. But we give up way too quick. Just before the answer, we give up. Many do. It's, now, this is something the Lord placed in my spirit this morning. It's not about how much faith you have. I've got a mountain faith. I've got a mountain of faith. It's not how much faith you have, but how long you keep it. It's not how much faith. You can tell me all the faith you got. I've got so much faith, the devil's scared of me. No, he's not. Let me just go on record as saying this. The devil is not afraid of you. Some will preach and teach the devil's afraid of you. Let me say it again. He is not afraid of you. His fear is in Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's why I can sing my hope is built in nothing less but Jesus Christ and his, and his righteousness. Not my righteousness, because my righteousness, my righteousness, Pastor Mike, where are you? My righteousness is as filthy rags. That's what the Bible says. So in Christ Jesus, there, there's, therein lies my righteousness. I'm going to say it again. It's not how much faith you have, how big your faith is, but that's how long you keep it. So I've got faith I'm going to be healed. Well, how long have you been standing in faith? I've been standing in faith for a long time. How long? A week and a half. A week and a half you've been standing in faith. Well, boy, that's, that's something. It's when those people that have stood in faith and they will not back off, they will not give in. They say, I know that I know that my God is more than able, and I'm going to see my answer come into fruition. That's faith. It's faith when people tell you you're foolish, you're, you're crazy. You shouldn't believe that way. And you say, well, I know what the Word of God says, and I will not back off. I want, I want the kind of faith that when I'm thrown into a lion's den, I don't have to worry about be, becoming a, a Scooby snack. I want to have that kind of faith. <clears throat> so it's not how much faith we have, but how long we keep it. We are living in a time, church, when our faith is being tested. It's being tested and arrested. The world is trying to eradicate the faith of those that believe in Jesus Christ. And what do we do? We allow it to happen and we give up way too quick. 
It will be tested. Matter of fact, I wrote this this morning. Not only will it be detested, but it will be despised. You can tell a doctor the reason I'm healed, doc. He checked the x-rays as my friend did. When we checked the x-rays and they said, your cancer is not there. My friend told him, said, it's because God woke me up at 5.30 in the morning and told me what to do. And the doctor said, well, you never know. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what the world thinks. They think it's a myth. It is not a myth. God is real. But it will be tested and, and, and despised. So here's what I would say as my daddy would. So keep on keeping on so you might obtain. Now here's something I want to I want to use a little illustration. Faith. Everybody say faith. Come here, Randy. Stand behind me. Now, I cannot see Randy. I can't. I have no mirrors. He can walk out that back door there. If he does, I'll fire him. But here's the deal the Lord showed me today. Take my hand. I cannot see him. But God said to me today, faith allows me to take, the, the, take hold of the hand of the promises of God. Until such time that it becomes a reality. Now let's do it again. I can't see my promise, but God says Faith allows me to take hold of it hand in hand until such a time that I can bring it into my reality. Does that make sense to you? That's what faith does. Faith says, I can't see it. I can't see it. I don't even know it's there. I mean, people can't see it. But faith says, when you're saying it'll never come to pass, you'll never see Randy. You'll never see Randy. You'll never see Randy. Oh, okay. But I've got a hold of his hand. Are you catching it yet? So the promises are in my hand. They're in yours through faith. And all we have to do is keep holding on, to, holding on, keep holding on until such time that it comes into our reality. And then we praise God for the answer, the manifestation. Did that help anything at all? That's a little illustration. That's what God showed me this morning. Thank you, Randy. So it's very important for you to see that. Very important for you to see that. If you didn't understand that your healing, your hand is in it. Your prosperity, your hand is in it. The problem is, Tom, we give up. We let go of it. We let go of that hand. We let go of what God has said we can have. We let go of it. Don't let go of it. But what happens? But it's taken a week and I've held on. That's not any kind of faith. Faith when you can't see, you can't hear it, you don't even feel it no more because we think that feeling is where it's at. Feeling has nothing to do with God moving. Y'all mind me breaking it down a minute? Feeling has nothing to do with what God's going to do. I can shout and dance and jump around and say, oh, hallelujah. That's fun, but it has nothing to do with what God's going to do and how God's going to do it. So faith takes hold of the hand of promises and brings them into the realm of existence. And if faith, in faith, everybody say in faith, in faith there is no quick path. There's no quick path to faith. So don't get disappointed and frustrated because of that word that I've ministered so many times over the last 10 years, process. You get disappointed, you get discouraged, and the process defeats you. The devil didn't defeat you, the process did. 
I want you to say with me, there is no quick path. But hear this today, you must start where you are. Don't try to start where Alamashagan is. Don't try to start where Collis Spivey is. Don't try to start where Abenji is. Don't try to start where John Schumacher is. What am I just saying? Your relationship is your relationship with God, and you've got to start where you are. I can't determine that. Well, Tim, I don't know if Tim's got it. You know, I just don't know. I can't see it in him. He don't really have the joy of the Lord. And Who am I to judge Tim? That's none of my business. That's between him and God. But he has to start. Tim has to start where Tim is. Am I right, Tim? It's where you are. I told Brother Jimmy today, I said, I can pray for you. One thing I know about God. Am I, my God, over 50 years of ministry. You understand, I can pray for you. If you ask me, Bishop, pray for my, my, my daddy, I want to pray that God will save him. Uh, you understand God is not going to do that? How many people misunderstand what I'm saying? Don't. God's not going to answer that because your daddy has a choice. So you can stand in faith all you want to. He, what he will do is give you an opportunity, and them opportunity. My prayer is, God, give Randy an opportunity. Give Jimmy an opportunity. God, please give them an opportunity to make the choice. They have to start at their faith level where they say, you know what? I may not have a lot of faith, but I'm going to believe that that which you're talking about is real. Listen, I'm confident with the Word of God. I'm confident with what God is doing today. But I know I have to start where I am today when I pray for you. When it comes to faith, you have to absolutely start where you are. You have to develop yourself in it over a period of time. That's the way you develop it. Time. Everybody say time. Because time helps you to learn the principles of faith. You'll learn how faith works. We all learn this. I've learned it. You learn how faith works. You'll learn what works and what doesn't work. When you take the faith walk, when you take the faith process, you will learn what causes, what causes faith or develops faith and that which is not faith and that which makes faith work faster. It's all about this series. It's learning how to make it work because God wants us to work it. God wants us to work our faith. Anybody ever talked about mustard seed faith? If you plant a seed, what do you got to do? And you got to do what else? Here's the deal. If you're going to plant it, you got to work it. You can't give up on it. You got to weed it. You got to hoe it. You got to do all those things. Just because you plant it doesn't mean anything. You got to work it. Faith is something you have to work. Mark this down. There's only one thing that I know that makes faith work a little faster. And there's no real shortcuts. But there is an avenue, there is a way where faith works a little faster. And this is when, when you, not someone else, speaks the word of God. It's when you, not someone else, speaks the word of God out of your mouth. Say my mouth. Out of your mouth, then faith will come to you more quickly. You say, can you back that up scripturally? Easy. Romans ten seventeen, a verse that you'll hear over and over again for the next couple months. So then faith comes, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
If this is true, that faith comes by hearing the word of God, then in order for you to hear the word, it has to be spoken. Thank you. Understand this. Well, Bishop, you don't understand. I hear, I, I hear it in my spirit. Well, I don't care if you heard it in your spirit. The Bible says faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. You need to hear it with the ear, and I will explain in a little bit of why. You can hear something that is not spoken. You can hear it in your spirit. But he's saying your faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and it comes to you more quickly when you say it yourself. You can actually receive degrees of faith from my ministering the word to you. You can actually receive some faith, yes. You can receive faith to some degree when you read the word. But when you speak to yourself, Say to the mountain, the Bible says, say to the mountain, say to the mountain, be moved. It didn't say anything about meditating on it. Get that in your head. Love my, I love everybody here. It's all about holding on like an old tenacious, like I saw on a, one of the reels of a pit bull with another dog. That pit bull locked on and they got in a fight and people came from everywhere trying to break him up. Kicking him in the head, shooting him with mace. I'm hitting him with sticks, and that dog never let go. That's the kind of faith you have to have. Say, I will not let go. I will not let go. I will not let go. So, if you want it to come quicker, we have to speak it. Faith will be strengthened by this, and it's a major part of understanding the law of faith. Why does hearing the word of God build faith? I asked the Lord that this morning. Why, God? It makes sense. Let Floyd read it to me. Let Randy read it to me. And that's all well and good. We're reading and learning some things. But there's a reason why I, I was educated with the Word so I can speak the Word. Okay, watch this. I wrote this down. I said, God, why, why does hearing the Word build faith? He said, well, that's simple, son. Open your heart and listen to me. This is so simple. <clears throat> he said, it was by the Word, my Word, the Word of God, that all things were created. He said, so if you want to go further in life and you want to have the faith of God, he said, then you've got to listen to the words and speak the word of God, which created all things. All things were created by the word. All things. Everybody say all things. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Faith only comes one way. How? Read it back to me. How? Hearing. And hearing by what? The law of faith, the processes of faith will start to move in your life a lot quicker when you speak what you've heard from the Word. Not someone else, but what you've heard and what you've understood. We need to speak that Word, the words of life, so we can hear and receive faith. Faith is like a coach telling a team they can win when they're 20 points behind. You say, well, that, well that's stupid. Well, if you think that's stupid... Watch the Super Bowl from a few years ago when the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons were 21 points ahead and something happened. They got beat. You have to understand it's that person that stands in your life, the coach that stands in your life, the coach of the Holy Spirit that says you can make it. You will not be defeated. And then you say, I've heard the word of the Lord. I will not be defeated. I will not be denied. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I can make it. Nothing will stop me because God is with me. If God be for me, who can be against me? That's what the Bible says. 
So we need to speak the word so we can hear and receive the faith. We're going to explore that, why it's so extremely important. I've heard and I also believe that Paul, when he made this statement, this profound statement, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that he is referring to his own voice or our own voice, repeating the word, repeating what God has said. He said, wait a minute, why would he say that when we've got the beautiful Bible? We've got a leather-bound book that we carry around. Why would God say that? When Paul wrote that, there was no Bible. They didn't have nothing they could carry around like this and shake out in people's face and say, this is the word. No, they spoke the word. (laughs) And when they spoke it, you had to hear it, understand it, and you had to speak it. That's how it grew. Faith, 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 faith. My uncle was dead. My wife ran with me at that time. We lived in a place where my uncle was across the street, and we ran over there. He said he's, he's non-responsive. And I ran across the road and got there to him, and sure enough, he was laying face down on the concrete, non-responsive, not breathing, nothing, turning that color of death. I knelt down beside him and called on the name of Jesus, and I spoke to him the word of God. You shall live and not die. That's Bible. I did that a few times. Everybody crying and moaning and groaning. Crying don't change a thing. Oh, oh. You can be getting a divorce. You crying don't change the divorce. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It just disfigures your face. Larry, it don't change a thing. Let's put it like this. Crying don't, doesn't change that you got bills to pay today, girly, Tom. So you go home, those bills are going to be there, and you cry. What's it going to change? Not a thing. Nada. Nothing. Moaning and groaning. Hollering and screaming. Ain't going to change a thing. But when you speak what God has said, And that which he has promised, it may not come when you want it, but it'll come on time. I watched God do the things that seem to be impossible, but he puts it together. He puts it together. And I've watched God work over the years and how he's worked. Why is it, Bishop, that I've got to speak it? I don't understand. Are you telling me what to do? No, just listen to the word. I'm not forcing you. I believe in the word of God. Why do I believe this? Why is it that I can say and speak the word of God, Brother Gurley? And, and it works. Well, I'm going to say this. Get this in your spirit. Because you will have more faith in what you say than what anyone else says. It's just life. You're going to believe you. So when you say, I'm going to make it, God is with me. According to the scriptures, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He'll never let go of my hand. All of a sudden, you start realizing in here, it's real. That Jesus is real. How many people believe what I just said? Do you honestly believe that you believe what you say? Then speaking the word of God, if you truly believe it and you say it, what happens? It reinforces what has been said and your faith starts to grow. Why? Because you have more faith in what you say than anyone else. Why is this true? Why does it work that way? Well, it's because God designed you that way. 
He made you like that. You're made in the image and the likeness of God. And when you speak the same words he spoke, something happens. If God said that there be light, that's the same word that gave you life. If God said you can make it and not fake it, you'll make it. But all we have to do, and I'll cover this next week, we'll start here. You have to start where you are. And today you need to start speaking the words of life. You need to speak the words of life. I'm going to pray. Because here's the thing. I am tired of people preaching words and never demonstrating it. Because I love everybody here. And I want everyone to make it. I want you to succeed. I want you to be able to come to me and say, Pastor, you, can't, you just can't believe what's happened for me. And I'm going to say, why wouldn't I believe it? Because God, if he says you can have it, you can have it. But you've got to give it to him, Brother Tom. If there's something you're wanting, maybe a contract or maybe something you're going after, you have to just say, I know that something's going to come out of this. I just know it. I just know it. It's going to come my way. I mean, if it can happen for him, it can happen for them. If it can happen for her, it can happen for you. I am a faith preacher. I believe in faith. But I also believe in the processes of faith. And for those that are listening by podcast, understand that God can answer your prayer right now in your car, your truck, or at home. God can answer your prayer. Why? Because it's true. It's real. The Word of God just starts speaking it. Say, if you don't know nothing else, say, Bishop said this, and I'm quoting it. Because I'm quoting the Word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So if God ever said something, you can say it. You can say, it is well with my soul. Well, how can I say it is well with my soul? Because you're saved. I'll get into that later on. People say, well, I don't know if I'm saved. Really? Well, I don't feel it. Where in the Bible does it say you've got to feel saved? It doesn't say that. What'd you say, Randy? It's all by faith, and we'll cover that. That's how important this subject is, is not take it quick, make people think on it, because faith changes things. Faith says it's there. Well, you can't see it. No, but I look, you may not see it, but it's following you. It's going everywhere you go. Why? Because faith is holding on to it. I'm not going to let go of it. That He represents my healing. He represents my prosperity. He represents my peace. He represents my happiness. Just, well, I can't see it. It's not for you. I'm holding on to God, God's unchanging hand. And I'm going to have it. And I'm going to bring it into my existence. Amen?